0: Welcome back to Bible study, to Paul's letter to the Philippian church. And we have reached, or we, we sometimes overreach, but we, we are going to start today uh, in Philippians 4, verses um, 6 to 13, John? Yes. Welcome, John, by the way. Thank, Thank you very much. Derek. You. Looking forward to this very important passage. Thank you.
1: Right, so Philippians 4 verses 6 to 13. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity." Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen.
0: Thank you. Shall we pray? Mm. Lord, we are aware... Again, as we come to your Word, that it is um, God-breathed; it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we we thank you for the privilege of of having the freedom to talk openly about your Word here on Revelation TV. Uh, we pray it will be a blessing for many who, who are tuning in now. And Lord, we um, think on these important verses, and we pray that we would know your peace and your presence as we study your word now in your name amen Mm. thank you lord okay so derek as i say we sort of overlapped last week and we're we're settling on um verses 6 to 13 this week it's a lot i would like to say but i'm going to give (laughs) you the first shot i'll start it off yes Yes.
2: well there's a big emphasis in this whole passage on peace the peace of god and that is such a precious, Mm. precious thing. Mm. He talks about the peace of God and the God of peace, and then Mm. he talks about that he's learnt the secret of contentment, which again is really being at peace, whatever's going on around you. And um, I think that, uh, I read something this morning that was quite interesting that that this commentator said that peace is like the, the gift of the king, that when we submit to him, he releases peace, shalom, into our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's that great verse in Isaiah 26:3. He says, "Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace, mm-hmm. whose mind is stayed on thee, mm-hmm. because he trusts in thee." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the, I think in this passage, he, he starts by talking about, don't be anxious about everything. you know, when our eyes when our focus is off the Lord, and it's on all the things around us, which has happened so easily, we lose our peace. Yeah. Uh, and, and what he's saying is the first key, really, to have peace is in everything by prayer and supplication. And, and this prayer, at Prosuke is talking about coming to God, focusing on God, looking to God as our source and and submitting to God submitting that situation to God we we lose our peace when we in the flesh take charge of the situation mm, very good and what we need to do is release it to God and say God you be in charge I'll follow your instructions and I'm looking to you as the source and when we truly submit to God the sign of that is that peace of God in our hearts he says the peace of God that passes all understanding. In other words, it comes from a realm beyond the understanding. It comes from the spirit, filling our heart and mind. And then we know we are under God's hand. That's that wonderful peace.
0: Wonderful, thank you very much. So John, I'll I'll (coughs) ask you a question now, which I didn't ask um, Derek, I said, Derek, speak. Um, But the Lord said, my peace, I give unto you. It's not as the world gives, and then we have in Jeremiah those who say, "Peace, peace," when there is no peace. Yes. What what is the peace that is no peace? The Derek's talking about the peace of God. I think I think it's the peace of
1: Romans five, Romans oh. five one and two. Mm-hmm. It, there. There obviously are uh, the, the, the peace has a big spectrum. Yeah. Um, but it, it's available to us this peace of God because of the peace in, in which we stand, which yeah. is which is a, a, a gift of grace, yeah. a, a, a consequence of, of uh, re- regeneration, a consequence of redemption, mm. a consequence of, of you know just of, yeah. of believing by faith who the Lord is, and as a result of that, we stand in the peace of God. And it's absolutely wonderful and, and I think, you know, that scripture in Isaiah which which Derek mm. quoted is is wonderful. It's Perfect piece. it's just beautiful. Yeah. And 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 of course it's true. Yeah. And and it's it's referred to obliquely here because um, as we, as we go on into into um, these verses, uh, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses it, all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. And then in verse eight, although he says, finally, there's a sense in which he's reiterating um, the the verses in Isaiah, in meaning. uh, Just meditate on, what what sums up all these things? It's the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. It is beautiful, it is virtuous, it is pure. You you can trust it, absolutely. And, And not on the things of the world. If we try and make judgments, about things in the world, whether they are true I mean, they might be true. Yeah. but if we try and make judgments about them with the Scottish term, yeah. out with the word of God, yeah. we will l- leave ourselves open for deception, yeah. but the Word of God will never deceive, yeah. deceive us. So we, could, we can meditate on the Word of God, allow the Holy Spirit to, as it were, interpret that word into the various situations we find ourselves in, and we will have perfect peace. This is something we should all aspire to. I'm not yeah. saying that I'm no, so in it, but we need know. to aspire to this.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I hesitate to ask the question about the, the facts, because it's saying focus on the good stuff, but often we talk about things that are, are not quite right. And there is a lot of talk about peace in our world today, isn't there? I mean, there is a palpable longing for peace, but it isn't the peace that it, we're talking it, it, about. It,
1: no, and it's impossible. It's a great aspiration. But, you know, peace between uh, between people who are divided, whether they're nationalities, whether it's a colour thing, whether it's a religious thing, It's impossible. There cannot be peace apart from the peace of God. It just doesn't exist. You might negotiate something for a short time, but you can guarantee it'll break down. Apart from the gospel, there can be no peace. And they've been trying to fix the world for generations, and and they've failed consistently to fix it for anything beyond a very short period of time. You've only got to look at history to see that's the case. Exactly. Jesus is the prince of peace, yes, yes, and we only find real peace
2: by submitting to him as yeah. our prince, as yeah. our Lord, yeah. and then his peace fills our heart, and actually, Colossians 3:15 says, "Let the peace of God rule yeah. in your heart mm. as the umpire." And in other words, once we receive, we have peace with God, so we have that, and then we have the peace of God. Yeah that's the God of peace in us, mm. and he will guide us through his peace. Yeah. Let the peace of God rule in our hearts. So once we've submitted it to God, and given whatever is bothering us, you know, we, we make that request to God and say, God, I'm asking you to take charge of that. Mm. Then his peace comes in us, and then we have to obey that peace. Yeah. But at the same time, we've got to protect our mind against negative thoughts. Mm. So, as you say, sometimes we have to face negative realities.
0: Yeah, the one that's in my mind, there's a, the slogan that's used a lot, peace and justice, peace and justice. And, and um, you know, in, but it's not what we're talking about. No, it's, 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 it's the it's justice not. that's it's, what I think is right kind yes, of justice. It's a human concept. Um, and that is a pity. If we, and the Lord says, it's, uh, the peace that I give is not what the world gives. And that was my question, really. what mm what is the peace that the world gives and how is that lacking in terms of the peace well, it's that lacking, god it, it, it's gives not,
1: it's just a word it, it, it's a word it, it, because i think you suggested earlier that the, the, the peace that people want is the peace that lines up with their own particular viewpoint whatever that is and 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 anything that doesn't line up with that, well, there's no peace. There's outright aggression or hostility,
0: so there is no peace. You mentioned Romans five and Romans five reconciliation, reconciliation peace with That's God, with right. mm-hmm. peace with God, and then. So how can you have peace
1: if you're not you reconciled? You can't. It's impossible, which is the point I was making earlier, mm. and, and and the point that Derek made first: peace with God, and then the peace of God, which yep. flows as a consequence. And and you see, it, but the interesting thing though, Tim, is that there is this yearning out there because it's in them as part of who they are and created in God's image, There is a yearning for peace, Mm. which is what you're talking about, a yearning for peace and justice. But because they don't have God in their lives and they're not submitted to the word of God, they don't understand what that is. And therefore what it is, is what they believe it is, which is their viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, very good.
2: The peace, fair. Yeah, the peace that fair. the world gives, its an interesting point, I yeah. hadn't really thought about it, but in a way, the world is pressuring us to conform to itself. Yeah. And it's kind of saying, if you want outward peace, it's an outward peace, but compromise with the world, yeah. fit in with the world, and then you won't get any trouble from the world, and you yeah. will have this outward peace, yeah. but then you sacrifice the awesome peace of god yeah. in you. So it's more important to, to be right with god yeah. even if it creates conflict.
0: Yeah, maybe with, the peace that the, the world gives is is a kind of ceasefire. You know, it's it's just holding back yeah. from doing someone in even though in your heart you want to do them in. It, it's a kind of, you're all between nations. You know, it's, it's not real peace because the nations are building no, up you know for like the next the conflict. Chamberlain thing, you know, it's kind of like
2: it's the peace of compromise that yes. buys you a temporary peace, yes. but you're just setting yourself up for trouble down the line. Yeah. That's the kind of illusionary peace. Yeah. That's it. Whereas by not compromising, there may be some outward trouble, but you are in contact with God, who is the God of peace. And...
0: So this is a really important subject for many people watching, you know, who, who have that tension within them, and who know deep down you don't have the peace of God within you. No, no listen carefully because these are important words
1: it's yeah. very, very important, and we know there are people out there in, in human terms they're good people you yes. know? They're, they're striving for peace, yes, it's on their terms, but they're striving for peace and and not achieving it and being very dissatisfied as a as a consequence, yeah. and and it's coming to that realization that there is only one peace that is real and true and lasting, and that is the peace of God with your Creator, you, with, your creator. Peace with your and Creator, and then you can take it to the next stage. And again, Derek uh, talked about this a bit earlier. Is that you're then able to submit the problem to God totally release it to him, even though you're surrounded by chaos and, 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 and whatever you're surrounded by, whatever arrows are being flung at you, this might sound difficult to understand, but the Lord says it's not. If you do this, if you give it to me with thanksgiving, I will give you peace. Mm. It'll be a peace which you don't understand, but you've got to really trust me. You can't give it to me with one hand and take it back with the other. You've got to
0: really give it to him. And it is tied up with faith
1: and belief in it God's is.
0: promises. It is. You know, there, there you have peace. It is. Because uh, you know, you're presenting your prayers and petitions, but if it's not in faith, you're not going to be at peace. It's no. just going to be a mantra or ritual. That's right. And That's then as soon as says, you open your eyes, you're yeah. scared again. That's why it says, with thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. In other words, prosuke
2: first of all, with prayer, that is you just orientating yourself toward God, looking to him as the source. But then it says, make your requests, yeah. the supplication, specifically asking God to take charge of this particular situation with thanksgiving. And it's when you genuinely have that note of thanksgiving, that's, your, that's the expression of your faith. Thank you, God, mm. you've, I'm trusting you, you've taken control. Yeah. Now I can relax. Yeah. You know, and now I can enter into peace. Yeah. But to give you another yes. lovely verse in Isaiah, if that's... Yes, uh, please. Right. Oh, yeah, we don't mind. Isaiah, I, Isaiah 32... Is Bible study. Isaiah 30, two years 32, 17. <laughs> yeah. The work of righteousness yeah. will be peace. And the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. Wonderful. So peace is actually a product of righteousness. Wow. And, and it says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, right. and joy in the Holy That's Spirit. Right. Right. So, to just to broaden the picture a bit, the more we submit to God, what actually flows into our soul is righteousness, His righteous life. And that means He, he will direct us in, in how we should approach the situation. Mm-hmm. That righteous life of Christ within us mm. fills our soul, and and that is manifested in peace. Mm. And so, we're we're ruled by the peace of God. As, as we follow the peace of God, that righteousness will be expressed, and that
0: will produce peace. Yeah, I often find with the word righteousness, it's it's being right with God. So there there's are nothing... different flavors to righteousness. Yes, yeah. but you're certainly at peace with God if you're right with god as it were yes, yes. if you've got an open book with god and you you know obviously sins have been mm. dealt with forgiven you that's that if you're not right with god in line with god you're not going to be at peace with god yeah. no to, okay, so go. as one yeah. doesn't get confused no, please. there is which in- they might do if they just listen <laughs> to me no no, no, <laughs> no but,
2: to, there is imputed righteousness yes which course. is to be right with god correct which we justified if we, if we we're justified yeah. we're, we've put our trust in christ so we are right with god legally through imputed righteousness but some verses speak of imparted righteousness mm-hmm. the righteous life of christ within us mm. which imputed righteousness comes first mm. that's the foundation but as we trust god you know it says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you Mm. and and there is this righteous life as we submit to God his righteousness will flow into our soul Mm. and that brings peace and joy and everything
1: praise God praise God yeah the the point I'd like to make here this always concerns me and always concerns me that Having you know, said what, we've, what we're saying, and I actually stand by what we're saying, it always worries me that viewers, saved and unsaved, might be concerned that it comes down to their performance. Mm. The words they use in their prayer yeah. and the thankfulness they feel in their heart. I want to assure people it's not about them, it's about what the Lord Jesus has done. It's all about him. The Lord is not looking and saying, you, 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 they're not the right form of words, you know, you, and, and, and you're definitely not thankful enough. Yeah. That's, yeah. You've got to trust yeah. the finished work of the cross. Mm-hmm. Just pour out your heart to him in any mm-hmm. old words, and let it jumble out, and then start to thank him. Now, you may not feel thankful. Mm-hmm. It might be so far from you because you're oppressed by the very situation. But the Lord knows that. Nothing is impossible for God. Mm. Start to thank him with words and trust him that he will build up the thankfulness in we, your heart. Yeah. And it might not be immediate. Yeah, exactly. It might come over a period of time,
0: but do it out of obedience and trust mm. and that he'll take care of the rest. Yeah, so some, some people can be a bit tentative uh, uh, in this regard when they're in a the company of others. Yeah. So we confuse the need to perform in front of others with what God really yeah, is interested in, which so. is our heart. And I, I often think a lot, I do think a lot about, you know, private prayer and petitions and your relationship with God, which is deep and and corporates, public, because that we, we live in the sort of evangelical world where a lot of it is, you know, praying in a prayer meeting or praying publicly. And I, I think that that Often is what people think prayer is, and they yeah. get intimidated yes. by it. But we're talking about get yourself, you know, as it were, your communion with God, right? And then you don't have to worry too much about. I love Lance Lambert. What comments other f- on corporate prayer? Yes, I mean, <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> hilarious. Talk about falling asleep in a prayer meeting. Yeah. It's so dead.
0: <laughs> people yeah, but, people uh, preaching sermons to each other. You know, I think yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly they do. And the shopping list prayers. Yeah. You know, all of that. Exactly. Which, you know, yeah. as though God doesn't know what you need, sort yeah. of thing. You've got to recount every detail. But um the Lord the Lord said uh, that when you pray in, in Sermon on the Mount, pray in secret, your father, you know, to your yeah. father in heaven. And yet we have um, Daniel publicly praying and then being persecuted for it. And I, yeah. can we unpack it a bit? Because I, I, I think that um, uh, we, we're, we're all conscious or we should be all conscious and guarded against Pharisaical performance yeah. prayers. And yet I've grown up in the evangelical world and I, I, I've seen a lot of them. And sometimes I've been in the middle of one of my prayers and I'm thinking, oh, you know, time to, <laughs> because I'm too conscious of the other people around. Yeah. So it can work in, in an inhibitive way, but also in a showy way. Yeah. It, it, do you know what I mean? So prayer is primarily between us and God, is it not? Mm. Yes. But there's the corporate and, uh, prayer and there's the amen that everyone says to yes. a prayer. Yes, and prayer but, is communion with God. It is, yeah, talk, yeah. talk
1: to your heavenly Father as you would talk to a yeah. father. Yeah. You know, he's not judging your language. Yeah. He, he just wants you to talk to him. Yeah. And you, you don't have to suddenly adopt Elizabethan English to yeah. talk to him, yes. just talk to him as you do every day. Yeah. You know, Paul says, pray without ceasing. What does he mean? Yeah. He means talk to your heavenly father all the time about things that are concerning you, about, yeah. uh, about your day, about, about everything. Yeah. That's what he means by prayer. Yeah. Be in communion, mm. make him a part of your day and, and just chat to him Great. and he'll chat back. Yeah,
0: yeah so uh, thank you very much. I, yeah, I certainly think that you know, this, it, it is so important that we present our prayer and petitions and not be distracted even by self-consciousness. Yeah. Or, mm. uh, but what, what are the prayers that the Lord hears? That, you know what I mean? Uh, Here's are. the prayer of faith, yeah.
1: but 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 you know again we d- we need to be careful about that because people misunderstand. They think I don't have faith. Mm. I, I I don't have the faith to believe that he hears me. Mm. But. Mm. The word of God tells us if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if he hears us, we know we have the answers. So if you're praying for things that are a part of his very nature, he hears you. He he absolutely hears you. based on
0: the promises of his word, you know, and that's where you will not be anxious. So when we were thinking of anxiety, I I thought of Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the shadow. You know, that is... A, a powerful promise, it you is. know, it writ- it written by, I assume David, although it doesn't say a psalm yeah, of David. i sure David. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 10,000 can fall at your side. your circumstances can be absolutely catastrophic, Yes. and yet the peace of God.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. that these truths are so important. I find I keep coming back to Psalm 91, particularly in these yep. difficult times yep. here, and I keep coming back to it, um, because it's, it just contains everything. Yes. It, isn't, it doesn't leave out anything. And, and he'll command all his hell, angels charge all hell can be breaking loose around you. Yeah. It doesn't mean that the this peace of God is going to manifest around you. It'll manifest in you. Yeah. It might manifest around you, yeah. but it will manifest in you, and that's all that matters. And although all hell is breaking yeah. loose, um, and you can, I'm always reminded at the time that the Israelite army went out to battle, but they put the choir in front of them and they singing praise to God. And then the enemy started to destroy each other. Yes. You know, th- yes. that's what the Lord could, that's will right. do. That's right. And yet a number of those people might've been very nervous in, mm. in, in, in the troops that were going yeah. to battle, even though the choir was singing, but the Lord is so- so, so
0: the interesting thing is today, I mean, these scriptures have been with us for 2000 years-ish. Uh, and, you know, of course, they can relate to very small anxieties that we each have as individuals or, you know, serious, yeah. you know, reasons to be concerned. Uh, and I suppose if you can apply it in the small daily, you know, moment by moment, you, you, you're then more resilient for when yeah. the storm hits you. That's
1: right. It, may, it needs to be a lifestyle, doesn't it? My yeah. says, "Pray without ceasing,
0: talk everything over." Derek Whatever. has something else to say. I know on this matter. Well, oh, just you, you. we were talking about I, I, peace, and then I sort of glided into the well, prayer pray, element of it. But, peace,
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's just for me. I, I, I think anxiety is something that I've had to overcome yeah. myself. Yeah. Um And. And it's when things become more important to you than God. Mm. So the practice of prayer really is to, is to, you know, focus on the Lord, giving giving it to God. I know we've said it already, and then the things of earth become yeah. dimmer. Yeah. It's not like they're not important, yeah. but it's God that's the most important thing, and yeah. it's getting our eyes on the Lord, trusting in Him as our source. Mm. And then we enter into the presence of God and the presence of God fills our soul. Mm. And now we operate out of that place, yeah. Yeah. Uh, f- out of the life of God flowing, directing our thoughts and our life. And, yeah. and it says the peace of God will mount a garrison. It's, like, it's a military yes. word that yeah. will actually protect us from well. Evil thoughts that are coming at us yeah. all the time, and in a way you could you could kind of say, but we have to cooperate with that because we, you know, thoughts that come to us. Um, the test is, I, to me, is does it take me out of the peace of God? All right. So sometimes we got to grapple with stuff in our, you know, but if it's taking me out of that peace, I don't need to, t- you know. Yeah. And in a way, Paul's giving us a test thing here is like, is it true? Is it? Yeah. So he then goes Is into Is it noble? The Is it lovely? Yeah. Good report. Yeah. Um, it's one one yeah. way of reading that would be, you know, that's a kind of test. You know, we screen the thoughts that, that want to dominate our conscious mind. Yeah. yeah. And if it's if it doesn't, and, and if the, if it takes us out of that piece of God, I don't need to be thinking about that. Absolutely. So I, I have a part to play as well. The peace of God is the primary thing. It will, if I stay within the peace of God, it will protect my thought life.
1: But I have to also, you know, test the thoughts. Um, And I think there's a maturity aspect to this as well. Um, Some people are babes in Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, They might actually be quite ancient, but still babes in Christ because Mm -hmm. this sort of stuff is not talked about in their churches and whatever. But that doesn't matter. Um, you know but the, what David, uh, what? Beg your pardon, What Derek is talking yeah. about, uh, you 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 will grow into. Yes. Um, if you're just a babe, because this is all new to you, you've never experienced it. Well, just act like a small child, and the Lord knows. And as you practice it, you'll begin to discern more. Right. Again, it's not your performance. The Lord is equipping you to be able to discern these are spiritual things, mm. and you'll be able to highlight that piece and you'll just learn. Yeah. As a child learns by experience, we also learn by experience, and it's got nothing to do with physical age. Um, so don't, you know, I'd say to the viewers, don't feel daunted by anything we've said. Don't think, I, I don't know how to discern the, the, the peace of the Lord. Well, don't you think the Lord knows that? Yeah. And so trust
0: yeah. him, That's and right. he will teach you it and you know, and the Lord said, don't worry about anything, yes. you know, consider the lilies of the field, you, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. You yeah. can't add one moment no, to your life. Just today. But some people, you know, have more of a tendency to worry, as it were. You've sort of allu- alluded to that. Some are more susceptible to anxiety and, um, and some are not. Well, it's but, but, the, but those who are not, you know, it doesn't mean they have peace. No, you know what I mean? There are people who just naturally are, you know, have bravado, but, but that doesn't mean they have the peace of no. God. No, And your natural life might be in complete conflict
1: with your, with the spiritual life that is yeah. talking about here. I mean, yeah. in, as part of your natural life, you might well be... Planning, you know, two, three, four months, three years in business yeah. into the future. Drawing up business plans and schedules and yeah. forecasts and everything else. Which is absolutely in contrast to, to what the Lord says about don't worry about tomorrow. That's right. Um, but you just do that yeah. because you have to do it. Yeah. And, trust and You it store all, up your barns. Trust, trust, trust it all to the Lord and say, yeah. well, actually, Lord, all we're going to do is worry about today because tomorrow all this might be out of the window. Exactly. But exactly. you do it. So don't let it. Don't let so yourself be, be in conflict.
0: Yeah. I absolutely love it. It's in mine. I, I think it says passes understanding, but in my nearly infallible version, it says it transcends. Yeah. And there's something transcendent about it's, the it, peace it of God. It comes
2: from the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It comes from the Holy Spirit, really. Yeah. Um, it's beyond our soul. Yeah. It comes from the Spirit, and Wonderful. and the peace of God is like something. And 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 yeah, it, you're absolutely right. It's a growth process because yeah. i to me I'm you know I'm like last night I I know that I there was a TV program I wanted to to watch mm. and it's like but really I, the peace of God was in my soul telling me go to bed early <laughs> get up early and then you can do some nice reading and yeah, to prepare you know actually... and and yet I wanted to watch this yes. thing and I got into. A state of um, overthinking and That's right. you know yeah. mulling and, and and getting to bed way too late. And I, I lost. I know I wasn't in the peace of God. Mm. You know, you, but you do have to learn because when the peace of God is coming into your soul, it kind of carries you along. Yeah. You know, if you, That's it's right. really really helpful to start the day just right. praising God, and, totally agree. And focusing on God, yeah. and then you you will start to experience that peace. Yeah. Uh, and then you start facing stuff in the day, but there 's something carrying you one piece of God Wonderful you know thing. which Wonderful and and thing. but we 're learning how to yeah. let that peace of God rule yeah. and it will help us in our decisions because Absolutely. we we learn that when we 're moving in this direction i 'm losing the peace of god that 's right, but if I move in this direction, I stay under the peace of God, and there 's no nothing I tell you. To have the peace of God is more valuable than yeah. all the outward yeah. blessings I totally
0: you a Wonderful Absolutely. navigator. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we've probably still got quite a lot more yes. Bible study. Otherwise, we could just all just relax now. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and you could all forgive us for just being quiet and just um, reflecting on, on these, these words. Uh, of course, from verse 8 onwards, yes, oh, from verse 8... He encapsulates so much there. And I, I can't remember whether I've said it before, but in the foyer of the BBC, mm. it was this verse that they, they put as one of their objectives for uh, ju- uh, the wreath, John Wreath. Yeah. Um, and the, gov- the first governors of the BBC quoted from this verse mm. in a plaque in Latin above the, the um, statue of the sower. Yeah. Um, which was basically saying that the BBC would emphasise whatever is noble, whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, um, whatever is admirable, and they haven't done it. <laughs> you know, and I'm not very happy about it. I can tell you. No, and I hope they, that doesn't strike. They've been, they've been um, taken over. Rev TV off Google for me saying yeah. it, but I, I'm afraid the BBC have breached these promises that they made to observe, and I and a nation that's not focusing. You know, we've been talking very much about individuals, but organizations and nations that don't do this can't be at peace. Mm. It's it's almost like an inevitable consequence.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. Because, yeah, if you want the God of peace to be with you. Yeah. And you control, he says, we can control what goes on in our minds. Yeah, When I was taken over by anxiety, I almost came to believe that I had no control of, my thoughts were controlling me. But I come to realize, no, I, can, I control what goes on in my conscious mind. Mm. And therefore, I can choose to meditate mm. on, on certain, and it helps to actually speak those things yeah. as well, to actually focus your mind on that which is good and yeah. honorable and everything, yeah. and I can choose, not to give my conscious mind, my yeah. attention to those
0: things that are, yeah. you know, negative. Because it will completely mess us up. Yeah. It really will. You know, if your mind and your heart is focused on wickedness. Mm. Yes, what, it, you know, mm. what is not noble, what is yeah. not true, whatever's not right. Um, it's not, you, there's no way, your, your whole spiritual being is, is, is upside down. No. I, it, and it's important. It, it really
1: emphasizes, to me, the importance of having a, a, a reservoir of Scripture in you. Mm. Wherever it yeah. sits, I don't know, but, you know, it, it's in you. Um, because the Lord can then... He's got, he's got something to work with. Now, he, he can work with nothing, of course. Mm. He can do anything. But invariably, he'll work with Scripture. And mm. if you have this... This this verse here, you know, be what is it? Um, verse six, yeah. the one you yeah. Be anxious for nothing, yeah. but in everything, uh, cast your cares upon the Lord. You know, mm. if that's in you, then he he'll bring it to your remembrance. When you're worrying, you're suddenly this this the scripture will suddenly come to your mm. mind, and and that's the Lord talking to you. That's the Lord saying, no, there's a better way. Be anxious for nothing. Yeah.
0: Talk There's to another me thing it. that's coming to me now, and that is the power of, of of gossip and people talking behind the backs of others. We we we've all experienced it, and often that, you know they're speaking, talking down about other people, and it's not admirable. It's not no. noble. It, it's and, and it can affect you. And, and it's the enemy is playing this game all the time. You know, even in Christian ministries or in um, families, uh, he's he's doing it, and so somehow we've got to detach ourselves uh, from it. Of course, we don't then want to have a, a slugging match with someone who's doing that. Um, and 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 there's there's the other scripture that says, you know, it, it's not good to even talk about what the disobedient do. So in one sense, you're. you're you um we're restricted by a code of good behavior and yet it's out there and the enemy wants to drag us down into uh you know divisive talk or you know pointing the finger at, at others and got to make sure we we as it were have have the peace of god and, and not allow you know the division that the enemy yeah. wants to bring, the divide and rule that the enemy wants to bring in It's actually what you're
2: saying is covered by the, when it says whatsoever things are of good report. Yes. There's two angles to that word. Yes. One of the angles is uh, that it means speaking well of. In other words, it's it's the good report that those things are of good report, that they are well spoken of. But it's also talking about we should speak well of, we should be gracious in our dealings with other people. We should speak well of them rather than... Just focusing on,
0: you know. I tell you a little, yes, the the negative. So it just just occurred to me, not not prepared, as like others in the room here. But um, when I was a student, I was in South Wales, and I was enjoying a a church I was in, a Baptist church, and um, and then I was hearing negative things about another new church that started up down the road, and I I, and um, I was involved with the Christian Union and. Uh, a, a chap came to know the Lord through one of our missions, and I thought, I just, I just can't take him to this particular church. It wasn't his framework at all, but this other one, you know. And so I, uh, my instinct, when I hear something negative about another church, is I want to go there, <laughs> to, you know. I, I, and, and then you discover, and I've, I've got lifelong friends that I've made through going to an, a, a different church. It was in Cumbran at the time. And it, it was a real blessing. The first people I sat down beside were um, you know, still very close friends of mine um, from however many years ago. And um, that's, that's where you decide, no, you're not going to take on board the, th- the bad reports. You're going to prove you know, what, what is good. And it's just a lesson really. Mm. And, and that's made me, I, I am anti-denominational, yeah. partly from that experience. I, I think it's just so easy to just, your little tribe, your thing is the only, is the only way. No, there, there are others who love, know and love the Lord, love his word. They just do it slightly differently mm. and honor them before the Lord, little lesson. Yeah, and, and, I'd agree. I think
2: to, to be real, the the reason why paul even has to say that because you're saying of course this is what we should think about these things but there's there's almost like a reward for the flesh mm. in the opposite of these things yes. like in gossip there's something yeah. that is tasty to the flesh yeah. 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 in the in these in these things and that's why there is this temptation and and i think what's important what i've learned is what what protects us against getting pulled into those other areas that do have a reward, if you like, for the flesh Mm. is that we must, but what I'm losing is much more valuable. What I'm losing is the presence of God in me, the the peace of God. Mm. I can grab this little juicy apple here, you know, but I'm actually losing the presence of God. So if I value the peace of God in my heart, then even though this thing Is saying, you know, eat me, I'm tasty. Um, I want the peace of God more than that, and I'm not
0: willing to sacrifice that for that gain. Yeah. By the way, the challenge then is to maintain good fellowship with both. Yes. (laughs) So uh, when I was at Loughborough, there was um, a a very strict evangelical church that I attended in the evening because I loved the preaching from a pastor Rawlinson. uh, but they were very hostile to the church that I went to in the morning, which was which was a free, charismatic, open worship church. And I have to say that I loved both mm. equally, but neither side completely trusted me because I went to the other. But you, you as far as it depends on you, live at peace with yes, all yes, men. Yes. Romans twelve, I think. Yeah, or wherever it is. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And I always remember Derek Prince saying
1: because he, you know, he, he was charismatic, but he realized later in life that there was a tension in the body of Christ which was very healthy. Mm. Now, it's not healthy to start criticising each other, but in terms of different traditions Mm. and styles and everything else, that's fine, um, because it suits that particular congregation. Now, now he wasn't talking about propagating, you know, error or anything Mm. like that. It's just that some people sit very happily with a formal sort of scenario and and type of music, and others are different and that's okay because it's like the body, you know, the body is in tension and you yeah. know, in order to lift your arm you have to put tension on the muscles yes. and, and this, this um, parallel which Paul draws about us being a body and many members of one body mm. is still valid and, and yeah. so that don't worry that somebody likes a different form of worship you. It doesn't mean they're wrong, it's just that it suits them. Yeah. And you might find, as you i found in my life, because that, you, a, that, 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 that your own tastes change over time and you right. move from one exactly. to another. Exactly. It's perfectly all right. God exactly. is not phased by it. Yes. He's much more phased about the error being taught by taught from
0: <laughs> mm. the pulpit, I would think. Yes. Mm. I'm not speaking on behalf I, of God, I'm just I, presuming. I, I, no, but <laughs> the, uh, the heresy, especially for teachers yeah. who are Injecting yeah. doctrines yeah. which are yeah that's that's much of more important. doctrines of demons. So,
1: so wherever you go, yeah. it's fine, but be like that's the Bereans. Right. Yes,
0: <laughs>
1: and search out what you're being taught. Is yes. it yes. wonderful? And this is where a, a great place where the peace of God comes in, into play. And it might be, uh, as it were, the exact opposite. I find that sometimes the peace of God is a bit elusive to me, but there can be turmoil inside mm. which is the other side of the coin which is also guiding me yeah. saying don't <laughs> whatever you do don't yeah mm. yeah. yeah
0: exactly exactly
2: <laughs> yes it's, you should never make decisions in haste or under stress pressure yeah. or anger you're, you're in an emotionally stirred yeah. up state yeah. don't because you need to decide from let the peace of God be the ruler, so you yeah. never make decisions out of that emotional yeah. turmoil. Striking the rock, yeah, that's right, yeah. or, or yeah. the yeah.
0: ear off the servant. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. take
2: time to submit it to God yeah. and say, God, what do you want? Yeah, and then you will start experiencing the peace of God. Yeah. yeah. But um, just one other okay. little point yes, from please. that uh, is is that you know He's not saying be unreal. You know, we no. we do face negative things, we, we have to mm. deal with negative things. It's not like we, we're going around pretending, you know, we're, we're not interacting with negative things. But the key word is meditate. Mm. What do you mm. give your focused attention to? Mm. So you might be aware of a negative thing, but you don't meditate it, on it to the degree that it now yeah. destroys your peace. Yeah. Y- you have to control. Its, control that, so yeah. the key is what do you meditate on? And all yes. of these things, as John yes. said, it's the word of God, isn't it? Yeah. The word of God is truth, it's honourable, it's lovely. Yep. Yep. So if we meditate in the word of God, we will protect our mind,
0: from, we'll keep it in the peace of God. So now we've sort of reached uh, verse nine where we have that flip that you mentioned earlier, the God of peace. So we've been talking really, focusing very much on the peace of God, um, the God of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the great attributes of God, and he and he, he will be with you, on you that.
1: And, and in the sense that he's with you all the time. Yeah. But you will be aware that he's with yes. you. There'll be this yes. this communion and this recognition yes. and this guidance. Mm. And and I, I think you know when we've been, are we okay? We're not yes, running out yeah, time. Um, Ten in, minutes. We've we been translated out of this world yeah. into the kingdom of light, into the kingdom of His Son, and we're sojourners here. And it's it's. Quite interesting to think about that, you know if you go on holiday to a, a, any it doesn 't matter any country now that country might itself be in turmoil. you might never want to live there, but you have a wonderful holiday knowing that you 're going to go home and mm-hmm. th- this is quite a good way to understand you know we are sojourners here, we might look at the world and think. Goodness gracious, you know, it's all going to the rats, which it is. Um, but the scripture tells us that. It tells us that the world is an evil place, and, and it's going to be destroyed. <laughs> it's not yeah. going to get better. Yeah. It's going to be destroyed. But we're just sojourners. Mm-hmm. We're citizens and subjects of the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. And, and that's what we need to remember. Yes, it's awful, but
0: we're going home. There, there is a peace, isn't there, in knowing yeah. our destiny. Yeah. There's a, there's a disquiet in, in the heart of man, not knowing where we're ending, going to end up. You know what I mean. So that's in well, that, the heart that, of those who that, don't right. know God. That's right. And I, I was word.
1: listening to a sermon by. Martin Lloyd-Jones recently and he was talking just about that. It, it was given in 1958 and it sounded as if it was yesterday mm-hmm. and it was right up to date. And it was actually on Re- it was on Remembrance Sunday that he was giving it. It was the evening and he was talking about this, you know, the, 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 what the politicians say and they talk about sort of world peace and we must never go to war yeah. again and all these things. Um, and of course, you know, it's it's partly just... Politicians sounding off, they you yeah. know being hypocritical, yeah. because you know that down the line they're going to muck things up, and all these things are going to come back. Um, so he, he made he made this point in in the start of his sermon because he wanted to think what is he was trying to work out what is appropriate to talk about on the. Evening of Remembrance Sunday, and so he dismissed all these things, but they've been going on during the day because the only thing was important was what is going to the one thing that's going to come to all of us is death, yeah. and what's going to happen after that. The only thing, you know, you can be very sorry about the people that died. You yeah. can remember them. You can honour them. Yeah. But they're dead, and, the only, and it's going to come to all of it's us, and so the it's the gospel, to the, the gospel, which to talking about, that's the only thing that's going to change. Mm, well done. That's what's going to translate you into the kingdom yeah, of heaven. Well done, well done. The gospel of peace. The gospel yes. of peace. The gospel of the Lord. So,
0: um, it's a kind of title, you said something interesting earlier before the programme about um, Paul's use of the term, the God of peace
2: yes i was I was noticing from Barclay, Barclay's commentary yeah. was that, that that was actually he said paul's favorite name for God, yeah because I think he he quotes it four times right for instance one corinthians fourteen thirty three is one that I remember yeah. but um he calls God the god of peace mm. and it it never struck me before that actually that was one of paul's favorite yeah. terms yeah. Yeah. that in his experience of God that was most precious to him, mm. I suppose, that mm. God is the God of, he's not the author of confusion, no. but he's the God of peace. And I believe that in all the, the trials and tribulations of Paul's life, which we can only even imagine what he went through, um, yet for, for the gospel's sake, um, nevertheless, he was experiencing the God of peace on the inside. Mm. God lives in us, and He He wants to fill us with peace. You know, we have peace with God, but He also wants to give us that experiential peace. We can't imagine how wonderful it's going to be in heaven, because we will experience peace and joy. Those are the two big ones, aren't they? Yeah. Um, The two products of righteousness or love, same thing really. The love of God in us, love, joy, peace. It's always though. So right. in heaven, we will have such a presence of God that we will experience peace and joy that's just yeah. beyond our imagination.
0: This uh, wonderful. The God of peace lives inside us. Wonderful. So what I want just in the last few minutes to drill into is actually the, the, the peace attribute of God, not the peace that he gives to us. So he is the God of peace in our experience. He brings, gives us peace. But that there's... You know, the accusation against God from the detractors and the anti-God brigade is that, oh, no, God's he's He's a God of, you know, look at the Old Testament, all of the wars and, um, you know, even Jesus turned over the money changers. You know, there's there's a sort of uh, wrathful um, elements to God's nature that people would say, well, how can peace be in? So I'm talking about now the attributes of God God well, is peace. Paul, I've got my own thoughts, but yeah, I thought I'd well, just I trigger, think, trigger I, I think I, I, And I
1: understand the difference you're making. Yeah. I hope I can answer it yes. by honoring that difference. Yes. But I think Paul's life is a wonderful example of this. Yeah. The attribute of peace mm. that is part of God's very nature mm. and, and character mm. is, that, is that Paul, as a Hebrew of Hebrews and as a Pharisee of Pharisees, had walked in the, the very essence of the law, striving to maintain it, and, Paul being, or Saul being who he was, he probably made a pretty good fist of keeping the law. And yet there was turmoil inside him because he knew his inadequacies, he knew how far short he was falling, (laughs) and he probably had a pretty shrewd idea of what the consequences of this were. And suddenly, on the road to Damascus, everything changes and he now rec- he now uh, is absorbed by and is absorbing a peace which comes straight from heaven, mm. which comes straight from the very person of the Lord Jesus mm. Christ, which, and he now holding these things in contrast, never again, I mean, he understands better than anybody the difference, whether any of us, you know, can walk in, in it like he did, I don't know, but, but you can see he's got these two things that what he walked in, a, 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 a man-made transitory peace where he, yeah. uh, he obeyed the law to a certain degree and felt proud of himself for yeah. doing so. And then this real peace Eternal where he realizes peace. his performance is now of no consequence, mm. but this is a gift of God. Mm. He, the God of putting something of himself into yeah. Paul, this yeah. peace which is beyond understanding. Wonderful, wonderful.
2: Peace, peace is harmony. Yeah. Total, God is totally harmonious in yeah. his being. Yeah. And the, if you look at the, the world before sin, mm-hmm. and if you look at the eternal state, you have total peace. Yeah. So the lack of peace in the world is due to, to sin. Mm. And he says, there is no peace for the wicked. They are like the, the restless waves of the ocean, no peace. for So it's wickedness that has caused the disruption in this world. Yeah you know and yeah. God has to confronts that that's it but that isn't like a lack of peace he is actually moving to move things into peace but to do that he has to bring sin into judgment and he brings peace uh, through that but yeah. he is the source of peace yeah. but the reason there is a lack of peace in the world yeah. is people are not submitted to God their rebellion against God right. creates and that's why the solution for peace in our souls is our submission to God. Yeah. That we give everything to God and, and we're learning how to do that, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, but the it,
0: peace comes from submission and then God's righteousness in us. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, so the Lord Jesus, we're in the last minute or so, said, blessed are the peacemakers. And um, it's not a sentimental thing, is it, peacemaking? Mm. It's actually a practical thing. So God yeah. made peace, yeah. you know, he confronted, Evil. It wasn't. I. We have peace in our time, a transitory peace, yeah. which is basically sentimental and very popular for the moment. Yeah. But it didn't address the fundamentals of Nazism. And in right. the same way, you know, you could say, "Oh God, so he's, he's a pacifist." You know. Yeah. Well, if if it was such, would he ever have confronted the forces of darkness? Would he have ever have gone through all the pain of? the redemptive plan, you know? And so when I see blessed are the peacemakers, I, I, you put a, a capital P on it and you turn it back to the Lord Jesus and you say, blessed is the peacemaker. Yeah. He's actually mm. um, engineered peace yes. through, through his life. So yes. yeah, we are justified, you know, therefore since we are justified by faith, you mentioned earlier, we have peace with God. Yes. And that is all of him. Yes. And because we're only a few seconds left and the music's going to run, I can't ask you anything further on that. But we look forward to carrying on. Maybe our last one in Philippians next week. We look forward to seeing you. Bye-bye.